Welcome to I See Dad People, providing advice to the modern dad around the world. Sharing stories, having a laugh, and cringing at Eugene's I don't know where he found them dad jokes. So let's go. Welcome to I See Dad People and our Tuesday episode where Steve and I talk about quite a relevant topic in working from home. We also discuss how being a dad has influenced the way you work. And then we finish up with some random questions. Today's listen is a short session and a warm up to this Friday where we will be welcoming Seppi Blucks, who is from Belgium, living in Peru. And he took time out to chat with us in detail about family, his life in Peru, and making big decisions for his family as he is looking to move his family the whole way cross continent so his little one can get education in Belgium. So this session is not to be missed. So Stevie, let's kick off. This pandemic has caused a major shift in how we work today, forcing a lot of us to work from home. How are you finding working from home? Thank you, Eugene. Um, so, so it's been interesting. It's definitely been interesting. Uh, we have a very different setup than a lot of folks here. Our kid is three um, in, in Washington, at least in Seattle. Um, the kindergartens are, are open, actually, unlike some of the, the schools uh, when they get a little bit older. Um, so we did have our daughter here for a couple of weeks. And so we balance trying to balance that. But uh, so it's a very un, un, uh, unique situation here because I know a lot of my colleagues at work, they have their kids at home with them. Um, so I personally like working from home. Uh, I think the big difference for me is before when I was going to work, I would normally leave at like 5.30 in the morning. I would jump on my bike. I would cycle to work and I'd be up. Even at that time, I was up generally before a daughter because she wouldn't really wake up till six. And so it's been nice now that, you know, I can, I can get up early in the morning, kind of get my day started, get work and have breakfast, work out. But I also get to spend some time with my daughter. She usually comes running in to play some Nickelodeon kids game on, on the computer. So I personally have really enjoyed working from home. And I like being here in the evening when she comes home. I like not to have the hour, you know, commute or 30 minute commute to an hour commute on the way home even though i'm pretty close uh to work um so i can turn on the barbecue and then come back i can put on my headphones if i'm having a meeting with someone at work i can kind of get the barbecue started if it's just one of those end of day chats i have with some of the folks you know and i can kind of get the barbecue start and then we come home and so we, i feel like we have a, just that little bit more time uh, uh working from home however my wife uh she's she's more of a She's not an, I'm more introverted, which actually surprises people that know me, but I am quite uh, introverted. <laughs> and um, I was actually laughing about this with someone at work the other day. And, uh, but she really misses going to the office. Like she works better when she's around people. She likes to hustle and bustle of an office. And so it's been very interesting to kind of uh, see the differences there. How about yourself, Eugene? How has working from home uh, changed you and what do you like about it? And maybe what things are challenging and, yeah, I I really um, enjoy working from home, um, Stevie. I'm kind of like yourself. I think a lot of people in the IT world will be kind of um, introverted and like their own space. Um, but for me, um, I used to commute like an, an hour to work and an hour home when I was living back in Ireland. And obviously that would take not only time away from those most precious at home, 
but you're also very tired after it. it's like two hours of focusing especially when you're driving so working from home right now in this situation that we're in I'm, I'm actually quite enjoying it because i can i can be a lot closer to to savannah and riley and i'm not missing and missing really lovely moments um of of riley growing up you know that um otherwise if i was at work or away i would miss um I think that there there is complications to it in terms of home is your office and your living space. So you have to do a lot of work to kind of separate those and make sure and try and schedule yourself properly and be able to switch off. And for the scheduling side, I have a whiteboard that I can use to pair up my, my work duties with my life duties. So that's quite handy. I just have a look at that at the end of the day and I know what I'm going to be coming into. So that's one way that I try and deal with it. And obviously, I, I get out for a, a workout and try and use my, my 2% and my 30 minutes to switch off away from work. So look at summary, I am enjoying it. And a small bit of me is looking forward to, to try and um, get out as well. But um, I'm definitely pro working from home. Um, what do you find to, to be the the biggest challenge in in working from home stevie um i think i think routine is very important i think your point is i can find myself coming into my laptop you know later on in the evening checking emails and doing things like that you know and then you'll you'll send an email and everyone's like why the hell is he even sending an email you know you know and it's like mm. it's just that habit the laptop's open so i think one of the things i have helped me is really having a routine is important when you're working from home. I think you have to have that clear structure of your day uh, in your head. Uh, what I mean by that is, you know, you get up in the morning, you know, so she wakes up, you, you try not to schedule any meetings around that time so that you can spend, you know, 15 to, did it, if you just say to yourself, I'm going to spend 20 minutes, I'm going to sit in the couch, mm-hmm. we're going to watch something together or, you know, chat like that 20 minutes. And, if you do that every day, then it's 20 minutes at least you're, you're sharing. And then the second part is the evening. So having that set hour for dinner uh, is important. When And, you know, when we started off, sometimes we used to sit in the couch and watch something. But we, we strictly now, TV goes off. We turn, we have a, a thing where we pick a song on Alexa or some music on Alexa. We switch it around. But we're at the table together. We have some music on. And we sit there every evening between 6.30 and 7 is usually by the time everyone gets dinner cooked and everything so that's my cutoff point and so that kind of mm. sets a moment where i'm moving from working to personal life and that has a shift and then every second night when i'm not uh, putting Sirsha down i have my cycle uh, and so i always try and keep my cycle going and i do my you know half an hour to 45 minute cycle that evening and so it's creating this routine for myself uh, and for my family and so that that was important Nice one, Stevie. Good answer. And that's that's very important setting that routine. And some people they, they set it by 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 actually setting alarms on their phone and stuff like that. But you have it defined by by activity and yeah. activity that you're going to have, like you know, that you're sure is going to happen, like having a dinner and whatnot. So I think that's really good to try and organize things around that. Really good advice. Yeah, I think I think it's almost like my job, you know, you're you're looking at milestones and whatever anyone <laughs> says, you know, like I always ask people for target dates. I don't ask them for dates because things go wrong. Things change. Sometimes things go faster. A milestone is something you're trying to hit. And, 
the problem is, is with the timer is if you set it for six o'clock every day, what happens if you just need that extra three minutes to finish what you're doing? And if you don't finish it, then you're going to be stressed. And all it took was the three minutes to do it and you're done. Right. And so that's 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 the harm in the in the exact timing, like the job. Right. It's like well, you need to have something to rally around, I think, to to make that work. And I think that's why the activity is is more healthy to think about than the actual second on your clock. Uh, because mm. that's not how life works. That's some great advice, Stevie. It's a it's a way less stressful approach to to how you manage your routine. While we're on the topic of work, did you find or do you find that how you work has changed? Um, since you became a dad? I think I've become better at my job since I've been a dad. And that's probably the scary part for a lot of people is how am I going to be good at my job and, you know, and be passionate around my job when I'm a dad and I'm, I'm up all hours of the night and, you know, there's, there's always something to worry about and there's, you know, you're thinking, am I spending enough time with them? But actually I think, if you embrace being a dad, what you learn to be is optimized. You have to optimize your life. Like you just, mm. there's no, you know, you have to be, you have to be on top of things and you have to be quick and you can't spend too much time thinking, right? Like, you know, like even yesterday evening, uh, our daughter fell and cut her toe and there's just this moment you go into, it's like, with, with, my, with my wife and it's like okay which one do you want to do do you want to hold her or do you want to get the the thing started and you just go into this mode of like and you just go into this uh thing to try and help her you know because she's she's in pain and it's not never a nice thing but i think your brain just goes into this mode of i have to do this i have to optimize here and i think that kind of spread into my work you know like what i've seen is you know before before i was a dad you know you have more time in the mornings you know and you have more time in the evenings so you kind of spend more time thinking how am i going to do this and more talking less action and i think there's more action less talking now i think that's the switch in my brain that i've had to do you have to maximize your time Otherwise, you get too stressed and you get too bogged down and everything just starts to crowd in top of you. So I think I've applied that to my job uh, where we've previously had meetings in that. I would have started to really think about the outcomes. What am I delivering from that meeting? What are the next steps? A little bit like that's the kind of shift in my brain when I've been a dad, right? You're always thinking about what do I got to do? I got to get this ready for them. I got to be here. I got to be there. And, mm. and that's the change. And so I think in work, you where you might have spent 20 minutes you know talking about something you're way more optimized you're like i have a half an hour here and that's it and i gotta come out with this action so you try and rally the troops you try and rally people in a meeting and you try and get everybody on track you know it's it's so easy to get stuck in the weeds with a group of people that you know maybe only one or two of those people from that meeting actually could go off and have a chat themselves and they could start it out and the other six people don't need to be in that meeting right and there's a level of trust and leadership and dedicate and uh, delegation that falls into that. So I think that's kind of where I think it's embracing being a dad has kind of helped me actually be probably better at my job. My yeah. Job. Definitely sounds like, like it's made you um, quite, quite efficient with your time and maximizing the best output for that period of time that you're given. That's awesome. Uh, for, for myself, um, working as a, a, a dad, how has it changed? Um, I, 
you know, I'm still trying to to adapt to the whole virtual world here. Um, I know that Im- immediately when I became a father, um, my mind was not in my job um, at all because of um, circumstances, which which we talked about within the last podcast. Um, yeah. So it, it, it definitely affected the level that I was working. Luckily, I, I had quite quite an understanding uh, boss and people around me that, that, that were able to help um, and definitely took on more of my responsibilities, which was a lovely thing to have. But again, that, that came from being being quite open and, and honest with people that, you know, when you do become a dad, things are going to change. And I think, I think there's a difference as well in working in a team where you have other parents or other dads uh, uh, around you as well. They're more understanding to that situation. So, so that definitely helped. Now that I'm working in the States, working has changed because I think you can feel a bit more content about working in a job in Ireland than what you can in the United States. I think in the United States, um, the employee doesn't have um, not a lot of power. That's the wrong word, but um, a lot of rights because they could easily just just switch off, say, sorry, um, you've been dropped. You're not working here anymore. So look at in in summary, Steve, I've always been a, a really, really hard worker. But right now. I am in a new country and I am in a new job and I'm working so hard to learn as much as I can and to take on as much as I can in this new job to make myself as indispensable as possible. So in summary, and and to be really honest, the only thing that has really changed with me and work is I've probably taken on more stress at the thought of not being able to provide for my family to keep my family safe and stable and this is certainly heightened right now given the circumstances with COVID-19 but all you can do is your best you try your best and whatever happens you take the punches um so you know we'll see how it goes think we should take the moment now to jump into our random questions what is the strangest dream that you've ever had oh this is an embarrassing one i was um i was about 16 or yeah 16 or 17 and i was in school doing christmas exams not exams based on Christmas, but you know, you, you go through the whole curriculum of exams, mid-year exams. <laughs> and um, I, I was really tired and I fell asleep at my desk. And whatever dream I had, I was after injuring my eye um, during that dream. So I woke up, shot up out of my desk and I started screaming, oh, my eye. And You, you didn't see that coming. <laughs> but um, um I, I just absolutely everyone just stopped like stop writing stop what we're doing it was one of those really awkward silences like you see in the movies and they just looked at me and i didn't know what was after happening so i just turned around and went what <laughs> and yeah that that was um it wasn't an embarrassing dream but it was an embarrassing outcome um 
So they ring your parents and say they had a problem. We had a problem with a pupil. And they go, yeah, exactly. And then they answered, I. <laughs> yeah. And they said, I, and he said, yeah, it was a pupil's pupil. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, which TV show do you want your life to be like? Uh, Modern Dad. I have to say, I really like, I've always liked um, uh, Phil, Phil Dunphy. Phil, I remember watching Modern Family. Phil Dunphy, right? he's like the, the best dad. Like he's just this hilarious, child-minded, uh, crazy, trampolining dad. And he's just, just funny, you know. And I just always, always watch that show and you're like, you could always learn a little bit about bringing out the fun side of you watching, um, watching Phil Dunphy. Actually, the person who reminds me in real life of Phil Dunphy a little bit is Daryl, who we had on earlier. I have, you know, I've known Daryl since I've worked here and I've always kind of heard his stories and just the way he was as a dad. He always reminded me a little bit of Phil Dunphy. You know, he's very energetic, yeah. very fun, fun-centered. And, you know, I often say it to him, I'm just, I was like, he, when I hear some of the ways and stories of, you know, how he is as a dad, it, it often inspired mm. me. Uh, I definitely would have. Like that. Yeah, I definitely would have pictured you more as Hal out of Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Started off as a as a as a teacher and then ended up becoming a drug lord. Yeah, Is that how you I see got, me, Eugene? No, I got worried about you when you bought the Winnebago. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what um what did you do on your last vacation? Vacation. Well, oh, I don't know if I could call the time in Tahoe a, a vacation. A lot of that was spent looking for a good internet connection to work. Um, it's just like back in Wexford. <laughs> it is, yeah. Um, but like, I was well used to a bad connection by the time I went to Tahoe. Uh, let me think. Uh, a vacation. The last, the last thing I could call a proper vacation um, was when I wasn't a father, because I haven't learned how to take a proper vacation with the little man yet. So if anyone has any tips on that, feel free to, to drop it into the community um, section on, on I See Dad People. I think it's um, gohere.club. Um, it, it was probably when myself and Savannah went on holiday to uh, Belgium and then went to Holland. And it was the first time that Savannah has ever kind of backpacked. Um, so we um, we um, definitely got up to, to to speed pretty quick in the life of a backpacker, and I was showing Savannah how to how to maybe pack her bag uh, more lightly, let's say, and uh, be more flexible jumping from place to place. But that was really enjoyable. Cool. Um, the last one. The last one, my friend. What bands or types of music do you listen to when you exercise? Oh, I have a I have a wide range of music I listen to. Sometimes I listen to some uh, Papa Roach I listened to recently from a long time ago, nice and choice. then I'll then I'll listen to The Weekend as uh, another uh, group I listen to. And actually, I've been into uh, Billie Eilish the last while ago. I mean, I heard all this craze and. I was like, what's going on here with this? And then I listened to the album and then I've, that's been kind of my go-to album the last couple, last while. And a couple of those songs are also good for working out. So that's kind of, that's they're kind of the three go-tos at the moment. Um, unless I'll just find an old playlist on Spotify, which is work a workout playlist. But specific music, that's my choices. 
<laughs> Good stuff, Stevie. Couple of classics in there to um to keep you company during your workouts. So we'll um yeah, we leave it there today, folks. But before we do, Steve, what is the major takeaway bit of advice for our listeners that you can sum up for, for everyone today? Maybe for, focus more on the activities than the clock on the wall, I think. Mm. That it, so you don't stress yourself out with it and just think about the major things during your day and kind of rally around those rather than the, than the two hands on the clock. Yeah, well said, Stevie. Solid piece of advice. Um, don't forget guys we have another episode this Friday where we interview an awesome dad in the form of Seppi Blucks who is making a big move based around his family it's not to be missed take care folks thanks for joining us today on I See Dad People if you would like to check out the rest of our podcasts and be the first to hear our new ones you can visit us at icdadpeople.com or follow us on Instagram at icdadpeople underscore official and we will see you next time and remember I see dad people I see them all the time <laughs>